Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A panel of appeals court judges ruled the current individual mandate of the Affordable Care Act is unconstitutional and sent the case back to the lower court to decide if any of the law can remain. We dive into the ruling on this episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Thursday, December 19th, and I'm Alex Olkin with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. A federal appeals court ruled the individual mandate in the Affordable Care Act in its current form is unconstitutional Wednesday evening. But it sent the question of which parts of the law should be kept in place back to the judge in Texas who ruled on the case almost a year ago. Within hours of the decision coming down, California Attorney General Javier Becerra, who led the Blue State's attorneys general in defending the ACA in court, said he's asking the Supreme Court to hear the case to end the uncertainty. It is for this reason that today we are announcing here at the California Department of Justice that we are prepared to file a cert petition with the U.S. Supreme Court to challenge this ruling, to uphold the Affordable Care Act in all respects, and to continue to protect the health care that millions of Americans have received and rely on. For this kind of request, it takes four votes for the Supreme Court to hear the case. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, who led the red state's attorneys general in challenging the law, applauded the decision. He tweeted, We look forward to the opportunity to further demonstrate that Congress made the individual mandate the centerpiece of Obamacare, and the rest of the law cannot stand without it. The White House said in a statement the decision affirmed what the president said all along, that the worst element of Obamacare was the mandate, and the decision will not alter the current health care system. Lamar Alexander, a Republican senator of Tennessee and the chairman of the Health, Education, Labor and Pensions Committee, tweeted he thought the justice's argument was far-fetched. And he said he wasn't aware of a single senator who voted to repeal Obamacare when they voted to eliminate the mandate. For some analysis of the decision, I called Barack Richmond. He's a professor of law and business from Duke University, and he's currently a visiting scholar at Stanford. This takes a wildly complicated statute and puts the whole thing uh, on very thin ice. And the only way to make a complicated market like this work is to proceed incrementally and proceed uh, with certainty. And that's not what the court does here. That's not what courts do. Courts can't do that. If the objective is to get rid of Obamacare, then this is a really, really bad way to do it. 
Two of the three appellate court judges that upheld the lower court's ruling were appointed by Republicans, and the one judge dissenting, Carolyn King, was appointed by a Democrat. King wrote, the question about the mandate is purely academic because since it's zero dollars, it doesn't force anyone to buy coverage. She went on to say that she would have overturned the decision and believes the coverage requirement, although unenforceable, is totally severable from the rest of the ACA. Richmond agrees with her analysis. I thought that the argument at its core was a very, very weak argument. The basic argument is, if you make me pay zero, uh, that is an infringement on my liberty. Um, And I just didn't understand that argument. I didn't understand why that argument ultimately prevailed in the district court. And I still don't understand why that argument won in the circuit court. The decision didn't address the fundamental question of whether or not the ACA will stand or if any part of it can without the individual mandate. For an answer to that question, the judges sent the case back to Judge Reed O'Connor in Texas. He initially ruled the mandate wasn't severable from the rest of the law. Richmond explains the court just directed O'Connor to essentially... What you need to do is go through the whole bill more carefully than you did before and determine what parts of the bill are really inextricable from uh, the individual mandate, the part that's been ruled unconstitutional, and, uh, and those parts that are not really inextricable. The individual mandate is linked to nothing. If someone does not purchase insurance, they are charged zero dollars. There is no individual mandate. So the most obvious reading, I would think, is that nothing is inextricable from that. That is a standalone and totally uh, toothless element of the current law. Um, But nonetheless, not only did the district court say that everything was attached to it, um, but the circuit court seemed to say that uh, that's not necessarily wrong. We just want you to look at it a little bit more carefully. The irony of this decision is that it came down on the same day the open enrollment period for people to buy coverage on the ACA-created federal marketplace ended. The 900-plus page law did so much more than establish insurance markets. The law expanded Medicaid, created the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation, which tests other ways to pay for medical care, restructured the Indian Health Service, and instituted calorie counts on menus, just to name a few. And for years, Richmond says, lawmakers have been modifying the law, and it's hard to know which parts are severable and which aren't. We're, we're regularly removing or changing parts of the Affordable Care Act that one might say was really essential to getting the whole thing finished, but uh, another might say this is just part of the, the adaptation of, of the bill. It certainly would be very, very hard for states that have expanded Medicaid to pull back. There's just, been a lot, not just a lot of beneficiaries, but a lot of providers have really been built atop that expansion. In a lot of states, you have insurance exchanges that are working well, that are attracting a lot of insurance products and have some meaningful competition. But since the ruling just sent the case for more court review, this is also likely to drag out the question of the ACA's survival or defeat into the next election cycle. And both parties will likely use it to their advantage. The Trump administration announced a rule that would allow the U.S. to import certain drugs from Canada. The administration says states, wholesalers or pharmacies could bring in specified drugs at cheaper prices. Trump has long complained about how the U.S. pays more for medicines than other countries. Secretary of Health Alex Azar announced the proposed rule in Florida Wednesday morning. The importation proposals being announced today are a historic step forward in the president's efforts. 
Azar said he couldn't predict how much money patients would save, partly because it's unclear how many states would participate. Although Azar said governors of Florida, Maine, Colorado, Vermont, and New Hampshire have expressed interest. The proposal, however, leaves out some critical yet expensive medicines for many with chronic diseases, like insulin for diabetes and Humira for rheumatoid arthritis. The big pharmacy lobbying groups oppose the measure, which still has a long way to go before it can be implemented. Canadian economists have told media this could be a big strain on the country's supply. Trump's other initiative to address drug prices by forcing manufacturers to publicize list prices in advertisements was struck down by the courts. Trump had indicated he would veto legislation Democrats passed out of the House last week that would give Medicare the power to negotiate drug prices and cap out-of-pocket costs for seniors. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, after the drug importation rule was released, Johnson & Johnson was down 0.26%. Eli Lilly was up 3.3% and Gilead was down 0.79%. The broader sector was up 0.12%. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.